Welcome to Broad-Minded, the podcast about everything and nothing, and likely having you asking yourself, where the hell did they come from? We are two best friends covering subjects guaranteed to make you laugh and likely blush. Hosted by two very different broads that have no shame in talking about the uncomfortable moments of life. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Broad-Minded. My name's Claire, and I'm uh, here with my good friend, Jonna. How you doing today? How are you, how you feeling about this new little adventure we're doing? I am really excited to be here. I am too. I'm a little nervous, you know. I feel like you're putting yourself out there a little bit, but like, yeah. I'm kind of excited. But too, it's a good so. nervous. It is a good nervous. So I welcome nervous. it. Yeah, me too. I think since this is our first show, we just should just drop dive right in so that the listeners can learn more about broad-minded. I agree. So... Uh, how do we know each other, Claire? Oh, well, we have been friends since seventh grade. We met when we were in cheerleading, in cheerleading, and... But hold up, wait. Hold Actually, we've known each other since before that. The first time I ever saw you was in fifth grade when we were at a swim party for St. Joan of Arc Christ- or Catholic Church. Oh, yeah, and... I, I remember this now because you said all the boys liked me. Yeah, you had a swarm of boys online. Dang, what's she doing over there? Like, you had, like, really short hair. What she's saying is she didn't understand why the boys thought I was pretty. I had big old glasses, too. Remember, like, they were blue and round. They were awful. Well, anyway, you had a whole swarm of boys, and I would have done anything for just, like, one single boy to show interest in me. Oh, well, eventually they do. <laughs> Fast forward. So we went to high school together, right? And then, well, but then we re-met in seventh grade, right? Yes. We re-met in seventh grade where we were cheerleaders together. Yeah. And then we kind of, in high school, we weren't really, really close at all, actually. Like, it was like, what's up? Right. Basically. I don't really know how we got back together after You started doing my hair. That's right. That's right. See, she remembers things. <laughs> I was obviously the, the early stoner. That's okay. <laughs> it's judgment-free zone here. <laughs> but, oh yeah, I started doing your hair and it, the rest is history. Yep, the rest is history. And so here we are making this podcast. So why don't you tell the crowd a little bit about um, who you are and why you're so broad-minded? Well, I think that that sounds super fun, but let's be honest, Jonna, you're the more entertaining one (laughs) with the better story. So I think you should tell the audience a little bit about you first. Like, where are you from and what what makes you broad minded? Okay. well, I'm 40 years old, located here in the Midwest, uh, Indiana, to be specific. And I'm the mother of two teenage boys. I have a 14 year old and 17 year old son. I'm currently single, and we can dive more into that later. I've been in the military for 20 years, and that's been a huge cultivator of my perspective of life, and I wouldn't change it for the world, but being in a male-dominated workforce has kind of shaped my personality to be a certain type of way. Inappropriate Uh, is what Jonna means by that, is she has a very inappropriate... (laughs) Uh, but it wasn't just the military that made you like that. Correct. It wasn't just the military. Uh, I, My mother also, I would say, had a huge role in creating the person that I am today. She married my father when she was 15 and started having children and continued raising children until she passed away last year. 
Um, so that was kind of like her passion for life. I don't think she would have chosen any other way. She loved kids and had a passion for little kids. So she was a little that, kid at heart. That doesn't sound creepy yeah. at all. I know. <laughs> uh, to clarify. To, to clarify. To clarify, she loved kids. And she had a childlike spirit about her. That's what it was. To the yeah. end. So, you know, but she was also very unconventional in a lot of ways. So, like, she hated underwear. Never wore them. <laughs> It's where I get it from. I mean, it's hereditary. <laughs> it's just so binding. Like, I don't like it. But uh, also never wore bras unless there was company coming over. So if, if I had a boy coming over to the house, she'd get mad if I didn't tell her because she wanted to wear a bra. She was somewhat ladylike in that, in that regard. <laughs> but she never had her makeup on. She never wore fancy clothes. It was always sweatpants, usually with holes and bleach stains and... She was happy to be just like that. So, do you realize that you just described yourself um, like you like? I wonder what people are picturing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the military, and my mom always had holy jeans, and I'm a lot like her. Oh, let me clarify: they were sweatpants. She did <laughs> oh, not own a pair oh, of jeans. They okay, were all right. it was all sweatpants. Right. And in the winter, you know, she would like wear her sweatpants and then in the summer she would cut them off into shorts and that was like her summer attire and then she'd go buy new sweatpants in the winter correct yeah and so but jonna okay so you mentioned she would cut them off in the summer did you growing up in the midwest tell us about like kind of what growing up was like in the midwest well growing up with my mom in the midwest uh, yeah, like, what did, what, did you grow up in the country, in the oh, city? Oh, yeah, we grew up in the country, so we, we actually, so it was in the country, but we lived right next to the elementary school. Okay. So, which is kind of funny, we lived next to the elementary school, and my mom, our doors were always wide open, doors were never locked, and like I said, she rarely wore clothes, so a lot of kids from school <laughs> had actually accidentally seen my mother naked <laughs> through the door, um... But, you know, that's just what it was. So we were we lived in the country, but... <laughs> I but, digress. Yeah, I digress. But, My mom was naked all the time. She's in yeah. from the country. Yeah, we were very country, never wore shoes. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so it's interesting that you're so broad-minded, right? Because that's that was my point of, like, you've painted this picture that I wonder what people picture when they see us on these, like, when you're trying to picture a voice in your head. Because yeah. you're just coming from her best friend Claire is you're you're a very broad-minded individual and so it's funny that when you say when you go to in, into a conversation and you say tell me about you that that was the foundation of your life but you've had experiences I don't know you I've, get what I'm I've saying? had a lot of other experiences other than being raised in the country right next to an elementary school where most people saw my mom naked but <laughs> You know, including yeah. my son when yeah. he was like in eight. Poor buddy, poor little buddy. Yeah, but but those are those are some key things that have kind of shaped me who I am today and have made me an open minded person. And so, what about you? What are some pivotal things in your life that have made you who you are today? So I'm Claire. I'm from the Midwest as well. We obviously live in the same city. We're just sitting in my uh, little house doing this today with my husband in the background so I'm married to um, the love of my life after two horribly failed marriages but <laughs> we'll get to that later 
Um, I have five kids, two biologically and then three stepsons, but we don't call them that. You know how people say that. And as uh, uh, my profession, I guess that's like a standard thing. I did hair for 25 years, 20 years. You were a fantastic hairstylist. Yeah, I was. I was probably the best. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) I know. I know. But health problems, I'm unable to do it anymore. So now I'm just a collector of people. But but doing all that hair and like facilitating conversations with all those clients over that many years like that surely has sculpted your worldview a little bit absolutely i well so my parents have been married for 50 plus years and i'm the youngest of six siblings so and my parents are like happily married right i don't remember growing up and ever seeing them in an argument ever really ever until I was probably a teenager and they were probably arguing about some dumb shit I did right Mm -hmm. so having that foundation and I and my parents also were a part of a really bigger a larger community community called the Focolari which brought so much diversity into my home and into our life and so I think it was natural for me to go into doing hair and I was that is part of what made me so great at it is that I have always kind of had the ability to be a broader-minded person because of the way my parents raised me and, you know, their, you know, their foundation was God, but they, you know, used to hang, they hang out with Muslims and Buddhists too, you know, so it's... I think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a, it's a gift. So, so I think... Part of it is, you know, environment, but also I know part of it is just who you are. Like you are a super, is it empath? Yeah. Major empath. Yeah, I am a major empath. I think that 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 word is usually used. And, you know, it is, I don't know if I, if, whatever it is called when you're a person who loves people and they take and, can suck the life out of you or give you life, I'm that. <laughs> Fair <laughs> or enough. Or I can feel the vibe in the room for yes. the most part. I'm able to read someone. I know when I shouldn't say shit and when I can or, you know. I mean, that's part of being able to read people. Right. Good communicator. So. It's definitely a strong suit of yours. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate You're that. Welcome. I appreciate that. I love when you give me a good compliment. Yeah. I, I don't usually, I'm not a very emotional person. Well, I am an emotional person. I just don't always express it, but it's something I'm working on, right? Yeah, that is a huge difference between us. Yeah. Huge. I think that's why we're kind of always been yin and yang. Yep. Because I'm uber emotional. Now, I'm not as much as I used to be. Again, Maybe it's me rubbing off on you. Exactly. We're, well, and Brad, right? Yeah. My, like my husband, right, Brad? He's the man He's behind the scenes. He's probably rubbing off on you a lot more than me. Okay. <laughs> Girl, he'd be rubbing. He'd be rubbing like he a cat. Trying to get an itch sometimes. Anyways. <laughs> we digress. Yeah, so... Um, well, you're very, very lucky to be happily married. Oh, yeah. Some days I envy that. Some days I'm I know, I know. But yeah. I'm happy for you. I, I mean, I really am. Because we do... Here's the thing, right? Is uh, what listeners should know, I, Claire... Till you get used to our voices. Yes, Claire. I am married, right? I've mentioned that several times. It's a huge part of my life. And um, Jonna is not. So I've been married twice and had my, um, my. I am married to the love of my life currently. 
But um, Jonna's been married twice as well. So yes, I have. She's out on the prowl again. Looking for the third victim. Right, no, but I'm just kidding. I know. They say third time's the charm, so I'm hoping that that's true. It, it is definitely the charm in my book. But I think that Brad and I's story kind of throws everybody off. Yeah. They're like, what if he's my... No. Because it was kind of fairy tale-ish, right? For sure. Um, you guys, like, had a shocker shock or something like that. A shocker. Oh, yeah. Well, he didn't do you the shocker your to me. <laughs> Our chakras met and sparked instantly on the dance floor. I mean, that was a freaking nature thing because now I can't imagine being single. Like, we have a fairly large group of friends who are single in our group. Yes. I mean, yeah, we do. And to be honest, I'm kind of like, I'm obviously I'm single, but I'm getting tired of being like, you know, my life being a joke and everyone's entertainment. As much content Aww. as I would love to provide for this, you know, it's just like there comes a point where you're like, okay, I'm really tired of this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so. But that goes back to your emotions because you make jokes about it too. I do. Because it's funny. You have to laugh. I mean, what else are you going to do? Right? <laughs> Sit alone <laughs> on my bed and cry and pet my dog and act like he's a human? I mean, who does that? Aw, you. <laughs> I'm, there's a guy out there, I'm sure, who will pet your dog. With you? Probably. Someday? Yeah, the reason why I love my dog is he is always consistent. He's so excited to see me. He's loyal to me for the most part, you know. Tune into the next one to see. See what we come up with. It should be interesting. Yeah, it will will be interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) 